Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What you need, you know I got it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'll tell you what, man. Got to have it all the time, can't live without it. Uh, uh. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Did you see uh, the video of uh, the way your quarterback left yeah. the event, Kevin? <laughs> What'd you th- a lot of people left the event like that. Today's <laughs> guests from NBC Sports, Peter King, Alabama head coach Nick Saban, director Ken Rogers, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians. Plus, actor and comedian Kevin James. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on a very busy Friday, right in the middle of February 2021. Uh, I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman, and your, Hello, your spot. Good to see you, Mike Del Tufo. Hey, Rich. Good to see you and our social media grand maester settling into his chair, TJ Jefferson. Good to good Friday to you, sir. Good to Shabbat see you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. That's later on tonight, but oh. all good. Uh, hey, look, uh, I just remember uh, way back uh, in the day when, when Tom Brady was only uh, getting set to try and get to his uh, uh, second Super Bowl, and then he makes his second Super Bowl, and NFL Network was 11 weeks old, and and then uh, and then people started settling in. Um, and um, the reason why I bring all this up is I just remember leading up to that season, leading up to NFL Network starting – a lot of people were saying, what in the world are you folks going to talk about? That literally was the, the conversation. I, I do remember um, way back in that day when uh, I was uh, promoting the, um, the advent of NFL Network. I, I actually was invited on uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show. Um, and uh, Jimmy said to me that I'd be back on ESPN in, uh, in three months. <laughs> he had his fun. And I had my fun. I love Jimmy Kimmel. The reason why I bring it up is, what are you guys going to talk about? What is there to talk about once the NFL season is over? Isn't that just like a seasonal thing? (laughs) (laughs) It is to laugh. (laughs) So glad we're on the air today. Because what do you talk about five days after the Super Bowl, the Friday of President's Day weekend? What in the world is there to talk about? Well, how about everything? So... Just when you thought Trevor Lawrence's pro day was the only thing to talk about, the Houston Texans release J.J. Watt. And that news hits you uh, like the old proverbial ton of bricks on the badge on your phone and the alert on your phone. And then it comes out that J.J. Watt asked for his release and the Houston Texans said yes. Huh. Interesting. You don't, you don't say. Interesting how that works out. And... Um, 
And the three-time Defensive Player of the Year, the heartbeat of this organization and city, and a man who wins Walter Payton Man of the Year awards before there's an even a snap of the NFL season because of how much money he raised after a dreadful hurricane nearly wiped Houston off the map and then everything that he stood for, an 11th overall selection um, in, in Houston, 2011. And given everything, all of his heart and his soul, his blood, sweat, tears, and his many ligaments uh, and broken bones and on the line. And they say there is, in fact, the door that you are asking to have opened for you. And it, uh, it, um, it comes also an announcement from his own Twitter account. If you missed it, let's walk you through it. Uh, here's the video that J.J. Watt Posted with him wearing a Wisconsin Badgers sweatshirt. Roll it. I came here 10 years ago as a kid from Wisconsin who'd never really been to Texas before. And now I can't imagine my life without Texas in it. Um, The way that you guys have treated me, besides draft night, I mean, you guys booed me on draft night. (laughs) But uh, every day after that, you treated me like family. And I truly feel like you're my family. Um, Since that day... I have tried to do everything in my power to work and earn your respect and try and make you proud on and off the field. Um, You guys have given me everything and more, and I can only hope that you feel like I've given you everything I have. Um, The city of Houston has been unbelievable to me. It's where I met my wife. Um, It's where I've met lifelong friends and my teammates. Um, I've had incredible coaches and training staff and equipment staff and cafeteria workers and the weight room staff and Uh, the front office people and people on the streets, people in restaurants and grocery stores and showing up in my house. Um, The connection is special, and I will never, ever take that for granted because I know how rare it is. It is always tough to move on, and uh, I just want you guys to know that I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the McNair family for giving me, uh, drafting me and giving me my first opportunity in the NFL. Thank you, Houston. I love you. High class, as always, from J.J. Watt. And, um, you know, I um, love the guy. I got, I uh, I met him first time at a uh, Courtyard by Marriott event at the Super Bowl in Indianapolis when the um, Giants and Patriots were getting set to play each other a second time. And um, he and another top draft choice from the draft that had just been completed. Um, J.J. Watt and Cam Newton were the uh, were the luminaries. And so he couldn't have been more fresh-faced and couldn't have been greater with fans. And then you just got the sense that he was going to take off. You know, you got that sense that this guy had the star quality to him. And, and now comes a second act. And I... I'll share with you. I texted him this morning without even making the connection that he met his wife at in Houston. I met, as you know, my wife in the newsroom at ESPN. We got three beautiful babies. And uh, I texted him. I'm like, hey, you know, go forth and multiply your sacks and, and um, 
you know, I've, I've had my best years after leaving a spot I never thought I would ever leave in ESPN. And then I followed it up with another text, Chris, that said, yes, uh, I am, in fact, saying you can be the Rich Eisen of pass rushers. He has yet to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> he's yet to respond. Yeah. I just assume he's got a lot of yeah, uh, I mean, he's uh, probably well wishes. Yeah. Um, and so now it's, um, it's time to start wondering, you know, who could use J.J. Watt? Again, he turns 32 in about five weeks' time. Uh, who could use J.J. Watt? Um, I have spent a lot of time this morning. I, I, I honestly, that's I spent after I sent hit send on that text. I spent all morning compiling a, compiling a list of all the teams that can use J.J. Watt. Can Don? Can you put it up on the screen right here? All the teams. All the teams could use J.J. Watt. <laughs> there you, there you have it. Everyone. Every last team. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I researched it all morning. All the teams can use J.J. Watt. Every last team. To use the phrase, now that J.J. Watt is on the street, uh, that the Watt brothers uh, uh, like to use, it's time to play some tag. Literally every team. Who wants a three-time defensive player of the year with a heart that pumps professional football blood? Who wants that guy in the locker room? Who wants that guy rushing the quarterback who just represented 20% of his team's pressures last year? Apparently that's the number for J.J. Watt in a four-win season for uh, the Houston Texans. Who wants them? The obvious answers. The Green Bay Packers, if he wants to go home to Wisconsin. Does he want to play with his brother? Does he want to play some tag in Pittsburgh? You know Steelers fans are all like, oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, TJ Watt just tweeted out the, huh. the gif of The Rock doing the come. come on. Just come, buddy. Just come. There you go. I mean, yeah. it is on. It is, in fact, on. So, J.J. Watt is going to have a very exciting spring. A very exciting February and March. Because the Texans did, in fact, do him the ultimate solid in favor of just releasing him. Which leads me to believe, uh, which leads me to my next um, question. Why? I know it's the classy thing to do. The whole point is you don't have any draft choices. Significant first and second round anymore because of what just happened. Why don't you even try to trade him? Why don't you call him up and say, where do you want to go? Now, I know that doesn't give you much leverage to say to the Steelers, we want a third, we want a fourth, we want a fifth. I guess you don't want to even put J.J. even through that for a second. Just something for the effort. Something. I mean, I mean how, do you, how do you not trade him? How do you get nothing for him? And part of that, I think, comes from, look, I understand it would be the business of the NFL and whatever. Even if you just get a fifth, fifths turn into Richard Sherman's. Sixths turn into Tom Brady. Seventhths turn into Julian Edelman. I mean, what is the other? Like, J.J., what? You just release a three-time player of the year because he asks for it. And you could say, yes, that is a very classy gesture. And then that also leads to another question that comes from within the house. Why not Deshaun Watson then? Well, that's a totally different story. Quarterback, he's young and JJ's 31. But you don't think Deshaun Watson sitting at home saying, 
Okay, so JJ says he doesn't want to be here anymore because it's clear the writing is on the wall that we are in a full rebuild mode. And JJ wants to win in his closing window. Deshaun has put a ton out there as well. Yeah, he didn't raise $50 million or what, $100 million for Houston in a hurricane, but he then, in a hurricane, also donated his game check, his first professional game check, to people he had just met. I, I guess, is this kind of a way of the Texans to say to the fan base who is going to either have a front row seat to one of the ugliest holdouts the NFL has seen in quite some time or a front row seat to the trading away of Deshaun Watson, which may be and will be or would be highly unpopular. And the crowd would be howling in anger as the Texans like Coach Dale and Hoosiers wave the leather satchel with the game plan in it saying we have a plan. Our guys are on the floor. Yes, there's only four figurative players on the floor, but I have a plan. And that plan is enough draft choices to stock us Herschel Walker times Ricky Williams. Is this a way to basically say we are doing this for your favorite son for the last decade? We get it. You don't think we get it with Deshaun, but we get it. Deshaun, to his credit, first class all the way, um, tweeting out congratulations to J.J. Watt. I mean, just a, a, a tweet on the screen, just being first class all the way. Salute to one of the greatest of all time. I appreciate you for all the work you put in, and more importantly, the person you are. Any team in the league will be better the day you out on their jersey. One love, my brother, more glory. And the Texans, no doubt, might be sitting there if they are watching the Rich Eisen show. We say thank you for having Peacock, or if you're listening, we appreciate you listening. Hey, do we not get any credit? How about a little something for the effort here that we just released J.J. Watt? We just did the classy thing. Absolutely. You didn't put J.J. Watt through the hold on a second, J.J. Let's at least see if we could get something for you. Which is what I still can't believe they just got zero point zero for him and not even a fifth not uh, uh, honestly so so Deshaun Watson has to stay and DeAndre Hopkins goes for a second and a running back who clearly is not what he used to be anymore and J.J. Watt goes for nothing but they do get yes a very high class gesture Laurel and a hearty handshake, to use the Blazing Saddles phrase. But what about Deshaun? Cal McNair, the CEO of the Texans, has been making some rounds this morning, calling up some of the reporters and movers and shakers in the business. My colleague, Ian Rappaport, um, from the NFL Media Group, spoke with Cal McNair Adam Schefter spoke with Cal McNair and put a quote up on his Twitter account saying, because he asked him about Deshaun, and he said, essentially, now's not the time to talk about the front office. I'm just here to talk about the past. 
flipping the McGuire on its head. I'm just here to talk about J.J. Watt. Today's J.J.'s day. The front office is for another time, except for the fact that the front office was put out front and center for the you know, whole world to ask about when David Cully and Nick Casario made their introductory press conference for Cully, and nobody was there to answer questions about the front office. So this maneuver is only going to be asking questions about that if you are making yourself available for the first time. He said, uh, McNair, that there's a lot of misinformation out there involving Deshaun Watson and that he's a Texan and they expect him to be there. Oh, my word. A lot so, of, so, so Deshaun Watson wakes up today, finds out that J.J. Watt says, yeah, you can just go. There, yeah, you want out, you can go. And Watson's like, I've asked down. And I got a no trade clause. I'm trying to work with you here. Even though I refuse to take your calls. And there is a lot of misinformation out there. And maybe we are unfamiliar with a lot of the territory here. And I get it. But right now, the uh, PR game is being lost in Houston. And what is going to be lost amongst all of the good gesture and goodwill for J.J. Watt is what about four? And it's only going to get worse when 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 J.J. Watt shows up somewhere smiling, holding up a new press, a new jersey. Like that will be part of the backdrop as Watson is trying to get his exit visas more. And if the Texans don't trade him, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. One of the people that Peter King called, I mean, one of the people that McNair called is Peter King, who's going to join us in just a few minutes. So we'll ask him about that. Oh, yes, and Trevor Lawrence had his pro day today. And just in the same way, and look on the screen right here, folks. Uh, If you're a coach and you're calling into the Rich Eisen show today, you better have a trophy and you better have just won it. The defending (laughs) current reigning college football champion head coach, Nick Saban, top of hour two. Super Bowl champion head coach, Bruce Arians, top of hour three. Ken Rogers, who is... the director of the 30 for 30, Al Davis versus the NFL. He also directed the Belichick and Saban documentary. He is a vice president of NFL Films who is part of the NFL 100 all-time team show. How deep was that bench on that show? Ken Rogers was essentially a segment producer for Bill Belichick because he's the Belichick whisperer on the NFL film staff. Wow. So, and Ken also has been intimately involved in the show that I host for Epics, NFL, The Grind. And Kevin James as well. And in the same way, again, that it's only going to get worse for Houston when J.J. Watt holds up his jersey and he's like, how happy am I elsewhere? And all the questions will be like, what the hell happened in Houston? And he'll be like, I've turned the page. (laughs) And the Texans, by releasing him flat out, have bought, essentially, the I've turned the page comment from J.J. Watt. That's what they have earned by this release, is that J.J., when he will be in front of any camera, he will take the high road, as he always does, and say, I I had a great time in Houston. I'm now here for organization, fill in the blank. But it's only going to get things worse. And just when maybe Texans fans will be getting over or forgetting about Watson, And then you're going to see J.J. Watt hold up his jersey, and it's just going to open up more of the angst more for Watson and the fans. I had essentially thought 
I was beginning to make peace with the fact that the Jets did not earn the right to draft Trevor Lawrence until I saw him throw the football today. Oh, baby. How you feeling? Now? I'm like, come on. How the hell did they beat the Rams? Sorry. We'll get to that later because just, you know, just real quick, right off the top, as expected, he threw it around and his hair was perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate werewolf, werewolf in Jacksonville. Yeah. Werewolf in Clemson, right. His hair was perfect. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We want to be on time for Peter King. Also give him a couple extra minutes in case he's still chatting with Cal McNair. Perfect guest to kick us off on this Championship Friday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The following is a paid advertisement from the International Brotherhood of Bald People. Do you believe that you're missing out on the finer things in life because of your lack of hair? Are confidence, vitality, and love only for the Fabios of this world? Are you sad because you have more hair growing out of your ears and nose than you do on the top of your head? Does hair truly equal happiness? No, it doesn't. Hi, I'm Rich Eisen, and I'm here to say that it's time for the follically challenged to draw a line in the sand and redefine what manhood truly is. Chemical applications, medical procedures, you've tried them all in the desperate hopes of regrowing your hair. The results? An empty wallet and you looking like a Chia pet. However, now there is another option. The Bald Brotherhood. Our motto? No hair? Don't care. That's right, Rich. We're flipping the script because bald is beautiful. And if you're on the fence about shaving your head or removing that lame toupee, our beautiful crisis hotline is standing by to help you take the plunge. These certified, handsome operators will give you free, confidential support anytime, 24-7. They feel your pain. They were once living in the shadows just like you. Bad comb-overs, ridiculous wigs, part of their daily lives. But thanks to the Brotherhood, they're now living their best lives. And you can too. How many championships did Jordan win with hair? Zero. How many win when he was bald? Six. These are stats, baby. Stats and facts. Come on home. It's the Chrome Dome, baby. Shine with me. We got LeBron. Oh, keep him on. Just keep him on. Hello? 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 LeBron? We lost him. Three and five in the finals, whatever. Hey, I've got Tiger. Thank you, Bald Brotherhood. Balder is better. I couldn't have done it without you, Bald Brotherhood. Thank you. Less is more. Thank you, Bald Brotherhood. Now I'm fresh and clean. Well, I guess I won't be needing this anymore. Thanks, Bald Brotherhood. What can I say? 
my life has changed. And don't forget, I'm not only the founder of the Bald Brotherhood, I'm also a member. Join the movement now. <laughs> All right, everybody. Very good. Well, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. Um, do you have the Adam Schefter tweet, uh, Don? Why don't you pop it up here before Peter King joins us in just a, a matter of seconds? Um, Schefter saying that Cal McNair told him there's a lot of misinformation out there on Deshaun Watson. I'll leave it at that. Wants to focus on J.J. Deshaun is our quarterback. He is a Texan, and we expect him to remain a Texan, and we'll leave that or leave it at that. Expect him to remain a Texan. I mean, what does that mean? Does someone want to tell him? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, like, come on. He's If this is the case, he's got a very long holdout in front of him. That's my two cents on it. But then again, there's maybe a lot of misinformation out there. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on a busy Friday. Once again, if you are a head football coach and uh, you are booked for the Rich Eisen show today, you, you best to have a trophy with you. Top of hour two, Nick Saban of Alabama football. Top of hour number three, Bruce Arians calling in um, in his first uh, national radio TV conversation since winning Super Bowl 55. Kevin James in hour number three and the great Ken Rogers talk about his new 30 for 30, Al Davis versus the NFL. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and from uh, our, our friends at NBC Sports uh, joining us right now, Peter King. How are you, Peter? Rich, how are you doing today? Well, you're... <laughs> There's lots to talk about, PK. I'll, I'll tell you that. So um, you were, you were, you just get off the phone with Cal McNair, the CEO of the Houston Texans. I talked to him about an. I talked to him about an hour ago. Okay. I think he's doing a little media tour, and uh, his quote to Adam is almost the same as his quote to me. And I quote Cal McNair: "There's been a lot of misinformation out there, and I'll just sort of leave it at that. But Deshaun is a Texan, and I expect him to remain a Texan." And I'll just sort of leave it at that. That is his exact quote. So um, I did not expect anything different than that. Um, Nick Casario does not want as his first uh, major move as a as an NFL general manager the move that will follow him the rest of his career. So he does not want to trade Deshaun Watson. Uh, as he takes over this new and daunting job. Um, and it isn't only that. I mean, are you ever really going to get value for a 25-year-old franchise quarterback? Um, very rarely has this happened in NFL history. You know, Steve Young was traded from Tampa to San Francisco in 1987, but and he was supposed to be a franchise quarterback, but he had been awful in Tampa. So they got a two and a four for him. And Fran Targenton was traded from the Vikings to the Giants for two ones and two twos uh, in the late sixties. Um, and but he wasn't what Deshaun Watson is. So I would expect, and if I were Nick Casario and it ever comes to this, every conversation is going to have to start with your incumbent quarterback in three ones, uh, and that's where it's going to start. Uh, my belief that if I were general manager. I wouldn't trade him without getting four ones and a quarterback in return. Then again, though, uh, Peter, things might be out of your control. Do you think Nick Casario would have wanted J.J. Watt to be allowed to walk out of the building for nothing? Uh, of course no, not. but that's a totally, totally different story. It's J.J. Watt has been one of the most legendary athletes of this century. 
because of everything he's done in raising forty-one million dollars for Houston uh, to uh, uh, you know to combat the hurricane five years ago. Uh, he he is, and he's played ten years, and you could argue this is a guy who is who has missed uh, thirty-two games in the last five years. Yeah, you're going to get something for him, but I doubt it, it, in his age 32 season that you're going to get, I would be almost certain you wouldn't get a one for him, but you could have definitely gotten something. But I totally, absolutely, unequivocally support what the Texans did. I see everybody on Twitter who does not put the human element in this at all. J.J. Watt asked to be released. He has to be released. So what are you going to do, play hardball and get the 73rd pick in the draft back and get J.J. Watt, the best player in your franchise history, to hate you forever because you traded him to a place that he didn't want to go? Uh, it's, it's silly. Some, at some point, the human element has to come in. No, I, I understand that, uh, Peter. I'm, I'm as attuned to the human element as anybody else, and J.J. Watt has earned it. But the Texans are in a situation where their star quarterback uh, needs to either A, be gotten out of Dodge, or B, made to understand that there's a new regime and they're going to try and win football games and that they need him to do that and they need to smooth whatever needs to be smoothed over to avoid that holdout situation and to show J.J. Watt the door for nothing in return when they could have basically told J.J. maybe, again, this is fanciful potentially, hold on a second, where do you want to go? And then you call up that team and say, we just need yeah. – we, you can get him right now for a five, and I I know you think we, we can release him, but he's given us another spot where he wants to go. And, you know, at least see if there's something there, right, Peter? I mean, so, so you can at least tell Deshaun so, we Rich, got but, something – how would J.J. Watt know right now where he wants to go? I mean, he doesn't know. I mean, I'm sure if it, I'm sure he would want to go to Pittsburgh, let's say, to play with his brother. I don't even know that. I'm sure he'd want to go to Green Bay. Sure. But, I, but again, 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 this is about – you're talking about a four or five to hold J.J. Watt hostage, basically. Well, no. After everything he's done for your organization, in my opinion, in my opinion – Whatever you would have gotten in return would have been blood money. Peter King here uh, on the Rich Eisen show, and I look, I I I love JJ Watt, and I I he deserves to you know all the best, and now he's going to be going wherever he wants to go. And I came on the air with a list of all teams that could use him, and it's all teams. Every last team could use him, so he's going into that spot, into that you know comfort zone right now. Um, how, how, what 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 is the misinformation? Do you think that Cal McNair is referring to, and how in the world do they get Deshaun Watson? I'm sure what to... he thinks. This is just my guess. Yes. Okay. I, I so I shouldn't say I'm sure, but my guess is that he thinks that his relationship with Deshaun Watson has been mischaracterized. When Deshaun Watson, David Mulugeta, his agent, and Cal McNair had either a Zoom meeting or a three-way phone call, whatever it was. Uh, and and Deshaun Watson made it clear that he really wanted to have a say or he at least wanted to be in the conversation, you know, about some of the future moves with this organization. 
it seems that Deshaun Watson feels that he was, uh, uh, he, there was some subterfuge here and he was never told what was going to happen until actually, uh, Nick Casario was named. And all I can figure, and my guess is that that's not the way that, um, uh, that Cal McNair sees it. But Cal McNair cannot gain anything today by publicly, uh, saying that, uh, dis- uh you know, I disagree with Deshaun Watson's characterization of this event. Now, maybe it's something else. I don't know, but I'm not a Texans beat guy. I'm just looking at it from afar. Yes. And in my opinion, in my opinion, Rich, I, uh, you know, it might get to a point where it's going to be exceedingly ugly, <clears throat> but if I'm Nick Casario, I'm just going to say, yeah, we're not trading you. This is, this is lunacy. We're not trading you. We are, we have to fix this. I mean, Rich, this is five months ago or whatever it was, six months ago. <clears throat> Deshaun Watson has a tearful press conference thanking everybody for, uh, you know, giving him this mega contract. Five months later, it's over. It's just, I don't know. It's a little precipitous. So at the very least, I think that Nick Casario and David Culley need to sit in a room or a virtual room with him and have a totally, absolutely, a thousand percent off the record conversation about where they are. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I, I don't know, Peter. You know what I mean? Like, and again, I just want to make clear that I'm not sitting here saying the Texans shouldn't have just let JJ Watt walk out the door because it's a high class gesture for a high class individual. They have a problem with their main guy. All right, J.J. Watt, the reason why he they, they say go because you want out is because they feel that he's given his time and maybe his past yeah. great years are behind him. Deshaun's a different story. There is still a guy that they need to smooth things over and to let their heartbeat walk out the door when their other heartbeat is saying, I want out too. And they're like, no, as a matter of fact, forget it you know, don't even think about it. And then they come out and say there's misinformation. And we could sit here and say that he will sit down with everybody eventually. But you could see from all the other reporting out there that his people or people close to him are talking about lists of other teams and who's on it and who's not. They're not even in close to setting a Zoom meeting is what it sounds like to me. And it how does that work out with the new league year coming up, right? I mean, like right now, the Jets are in the market maybe for him and the uh, 49ers, or he wants to go maybe to the Broncos. Once the new league year hits and they might go in another direction or certainly the draft, there's no turning back. There's no turning back on that. You know? I don't know if there's turning back or not. I This is – I would – here's the point I would make about releasing J.J. Watt versus – allowing uh, or, or trading Deshaun Watson, okay? When J.J. Watt was 25 years old, uh, that was in his, uh, that was in his, I'm just looking it up right now because I want to be accurate. Sure. When he was 25 years old, that was, in his, that was in his age 25 season, in his fourth season in the NFL. He had 20 and a half sacks. He was defensive player of the year for the second time. And so I'm just saying, if J.J. Watt had walked into his owner's office, house, wherever, in 2014 and said, I want to be released or I want to be traded, they would have said, take a hike. You know, we're not doing it. 
This is a J.J. Watt who now, as I said, has missed 32 games in the last five years due to injury, who's coming off a five-sack season in 16 games, and is not what J.J. Watt was when he was when he was 25 years old. That is what the difference here is. Peter King here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few more minutes left with the NFL Insider from NBC Sports, our colleague here on NBC Sports on Peacock and more. Um, there's no question Trevor Lawrence is first overall, right? Or we saw Urban just uh, chit-chatting right. with, uh, I mean, literally, he and uh, Dabo looked like BFFs. This thing's, this, thing's, this thing's a wrap. The way this kid looked, I mean, where you think we're still going to get maybe even anything from Balky or Urban, just even even a, 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 ha- a slight hint of, well, we're, we're – we're we're still working on evaluations, or 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 this is just uh, this is it. They're going to get hitched here. I doubt it, but it reminds it reminds me of last year when uh, Washington, with the second pick in the draft, was trying to throw out everything in the last two weeks that they were thinking very seriously of other people other than Chase Young, and it was a big story in the last two weeks before the draft. And sometimes it hurts to cover a sport so maniacally because you can talk yourself into anything. You know, I, I would say this, unless, unless, and it's absurd to think about it, but, I mean, you never know, unless Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson is traded to Jacksonville, you know, for some package, including that pick that would bring Trevor Lawrence to one of the other teams, I, I'm, I'm not going to devote too much breath or, or headspace to thinking that Jacksonville might not take him. So what is worth the headspace uh, on the quarterback carousel front then, Peter? Uh, Wentz seems to have cooled um, for the moment. Yeah. Um, what well, else is... cooled, Rich, I think, honestly, because, uh, you know, Howie Roseman is doing what a, a, a smart general manager has to do. There's no rush to this. You don't have to make your decision for another five weeks until March 19th third day of the league year so you don't have to trade him now nobody's doing anything now there's no offseason anything and probably won't even be a regular offseason anyway so Howie Roseman can just sit there and wait until either Chicago or Indianapolis ups its offer I doubt it will be Indy but that's just an absolute gut feeling I don't think they're as desperate even though they really want once, I don't think they're as desperate as Chicago's going to be. And why is again, that? That's a gut feeling, too, you know? Why is that? Because you think there's the draft as well sitting out there? I mean, that's a big no, because, major piece of the puzzle. Because, because, because Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy have to win yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't think Chris Ballard, I think Chris Ballard and Frank Wright could have a 2-14 and 14 season. And Jimmy Ursay would say, I, I wouldn't trade my two guys for anybody. That's the difference. Is there any there there with Jimmy G and San Francisco, Peter? It just why, why does that keep on being churned up? Why does that keep coming up? Well, because football is covered maniacally. Yeah. But I also think that, look, John Lynch wouldn't be human sitting there in his, in his, uh, in his old stadium, in his old town, watching Tom Brady at 43 winning the Super Bowl, he wouldn't be human if he didn't think to himself, man, if we went hard after Brady, if we gave the full-court press, we probably could have had him. And you know what? Maybe they could have. I don't know. But I just think that you have to logically look at 
Jimmy Garoppolo and say, listen, unless there's a great offer, a great something out there, we're going to stick with Garoppolo and he's going to be really good and we're going to be happy with it. It'll be fine. But you can't ignore the injuries. You just can't. And so I think that if a golden opportunity came up, they think about it. But I kind of agree with you, Rich. I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the quarterback of the Niners opening day. Last one for you, Peter. You're the perfect guy to ask because you're a selector for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, you and I uh, connected um, as you were going through the selection process a good couple of weeks before the Super Bowl uh, weekend when it normally goes down. And I was wondering why that was the case. And now I think we, we have subsequently found out the answer. So David Baker could wing all over the the country in COVID <laughs> and surprise even the unsurprisable Manning and others uh, by sneaking up on him. Um, in, in you being a, new, a news and information man who's in the hall, um, is this the greatest secret that's ever been kept by anybody in the NFL? Ever. <laughs> hey, right? I was impressed. I never thought in a million years they'd keep it. And I had found out a couple of things along the way, but, you know, I, it's not my place to spoil anybody's party. But, but, uh, but I, think, I think it was a good thing. I mean, look, you want to have some suspense about the Hall of Fame. It's kind of cool. The one thing, Rich, I'll say that was really interesting. Yes. So I tune into NFL Honors that night. I'm sitting, you know, it was a real exciting Super Bowl, week, yeah, man. Sitting. I go out and get a pizza at about 5.30 or, or 6 o'clock. I'm with you. Go right back to your hotel. downtown Tampa. Yep. And then I come back to my room, and I got my Pellegrino, and uh, and I'm just watching TV. <laughs> yep. Know? That's it. But anyway. I'm with uh, you. Anyway. Uh, but I do think the one, there was one surprise for me. I don't know. I guess I was a little naive. There was a pretty good movement this year for Clay Matthews. Not the Packer of a few years ago. His, you know, his dad. Mm. And the guy who I think was the signature Brown of the 80s, early 90s, went on to, I mean, when he was 40 years old, he led the Falcons in sacks in his second home. I think he was a really excellent football player for a long time. Played more games at linebacker than anybody in the 101-year history of the NFL. And I thought he had a real chance. And when I didn't hear his name called that night, I was slightly surprised, not shocked, slightly surprised. But that was the one I had sort of wished that he would have gotten in. But, hey, I'm one of 48, so good for everybody who got in. Peter, thanks for the call. Truly appreciate it. Let's uh, let's chat in just a couple weeks when, when more will no doubt be popping. Appreciate your two cents. Sounds good, Rich. All, all the best to you. Right back at you. At Peter underscore King, NBC Sports NFL Insider. Same thing for me. Super Bowl uh, Saturday night. Normally it's going to honors, get dressed up, red carpet, do do your thing. Yep. Then, you know, maybe have a great nice dinner and then turn in early because it's an, an, an you know very long Super Sunday of work. Uh, ordered room service. No Pellegrino for me. Oh. Earlier in the day, hit the Publix, grabbed a Stag's Leap Artemis. Oh. <laughs> Had to open it up. Is that a- I didn't have the whole. I didn't have the whole bottle. Just a couple glasses. Little clubhouse. I was going to say you were in the clubhouse. That's right. Little- and, uh, and then turned in. Twenty seventeen, Rich. 
I don't remember the vintage, Not but it. it was fantastic. Too bad you and PK couldn't have linked up and, you know. No, but there's no linking. There was zero linking. <laughs> there was a lot of linking in Florida, but for, no, no. you know, you know, uh, in the NFL, we were uh, we were tapped out. Okay, so the Trevor Lawrence Pro Day. Let's hit that when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH. And then Alabama head coach Nick Saban will join our program with Bruce Arians behind him. That's how we're rolling on a championship Friday. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mr. Del Tufo, this is not your first time in front of this committee, so please be aware that you're still under oath. Is it correct that besides your audio mixing duties on the Rich Eisen Show that you're also a DJ and you go by the name of DJ Michael D? Yes, sir, uh, that is correct. So what does the D stand for? D's nuts. Excuse me. Actually, Snoop Dogg could tell you. Hit it, guys. What it do is your boy, Big Snoop D-O-double-G. And my DJ, DJ Mikey D. D is in D's nuts. Mr. Del Tufo, do you consider yourself an authority on music? Totally. Music is my life. I even have the word music tattooed on my arm. Mr. Del Tufo, our staff did some research on your tattoo. It actually translates to my bad. So right now we're going to play a clip from your show from earlier this month. If we can uh, if we can roll that, please. I've seen Springsteen like 50 plus times. He's a one-trick pony, and I've you... seen him a million times. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Del Tufo, to your knowledge, has Mr. Springsteen ever won a Grammy? Yes, sir, he has. Do you know how many? Three or four. Mr. Springsteen has won 20 Grammy Awards. Ooh, that's a lot. Has Mr. Springsteen ever won an Oscar? Yes, sir, for the song Philadelphia. Has he ever won a Tony Award? Uh, I don't believe he's ever won a Tony. Mr. Springsteen received a 2018 Special Tony Award for his solo show on Broadway. My bad again. So much for the one-trick pony, isn't it, Mr. Del Tufo? Let's move on. Can you tell us what the word swag means in the broadcast industry? Free clothing or items that are given to people that work for companies. And how many pieces of swag do you think you've received over the years? Thousands. So out of these thousands of pieces of swag, do you think at this point you know what sizes you wear? Yes, sir. Let's roll tape, please. Just my ass, it won't fit. It's a little tiny. 
That video is the uh, XL shirt, which uh, was very snug, to say the least. That's a kid's XL, I believe. Lastly, Mr. Del Tufo, the FCC has received numerous complaints about you. The Dan Libertard show brought this to our attention, and I think we should show it right now. Who was talking to Rich Eisen that was so titillated by these magic and bad ideas? Ooh. <laughs> I heard that guy, too. Yeah. Mr. Del Tufo, do you realize that the sounds you make on your show could be interpreted as obscene or sexual in nature? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, Ooh, wait, yeah. wait a second, wait oh, a second. Oh, baby. Ah, yeah. A- enough, stop, Ooh. please. Ah, well, let yeah. the record show that Ooh. he's doing it right yeah. now. Ooh, baby. Ooh, yeah. I love the bot. It says Ooh, he yeah. won't stop making these noises. He won't Ooh. stop making those noises. <laughs> Levitard. That's right, Levitard. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why they were talking about us I that know day. why, it because it's one of the thing? usual things where Stu Gotts thought that I stole something yes. from him. Yes. It was some baseball thing, right? That Oh, yeah. When oh, I was uh, told yeah. by an executive that they wanted to have a ninth inning where you could reconfigure the order any way you want, and Stu got said, I came up with that, and they heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, <laughs> 844-204-RICH, uh, number to dial. Hashtag run your 40. Please go do that uh, right now because we're up and running at stjude.org slash run, rich, run. Any way you want, or if you want to run a 40-yard dash, anything you do with a 40, you want to run 40 errands, you want to 40 steps, 40 flights of stairs, anything, and uh, post it and use the hashtag of run your 40. NFL Network will notice it. At one point, we will put it on the air. We're still formulating how I'm going to run my 40, but please, let's raise some money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Let's do that. Run 40 errands? Like, jeez. Well, something like that. I don't know. 40 errands for somebody in need next door. There's a oh, lot, yeah, of, you right, know, there's right, a lot right, of people right, who right, need right, some help. All right. I'm not saying you do that, Chris. I just mean for my, I mean, 40 errands. Uh, post 40 tweets, 40 Four. videos there for the Rich Eisen Show. Now we're talking. There you go. <laughs> um, Jason in Asheville, North Carolina. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's going on, boys? Good morning. Hey, Jason. Um, uh, I'm a... Uh, I, I can't help but uh, with all the J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson uh, stuff going on, you know, I grew up in the Bay Area, and in 2001, I was 11 years old, and I was a diehard A's fan, and even more so a diehard Jason Giambi fan, and we all know that he left after that year, and I was heartbroken, and I can't help but wake up this morning and think of the 11-year-old kid in Houston who opens their closet and sees mm. not only a J.J. Watt jersey, but a Harden jersey and a Springer jersey and quite possibly a Deshaun Watson jersey. And, I, I mean, I, I don't know if we've ever seen this, where an entire city's multiple organizations, multiple sports seem to be falling apart at the seams. And it's, it's hard to see, I, I have to say. But I will wrap it all up by saying, Deshaun Watson to the 49ers. Let's go. There you go. Very good. Oh, I didn't see that O'Henry-like plot twist at the end, but well Well done. done. Well done. Well done. Well done. So this is the reason why I'm best dad ever. There will be two ways that I could handle this situation. It's very poignantly pointed out as a a young child, young impressionable boy or girl rooting for Houston sports in the great city of Houston and how to handle all of the sports stars leaving. Which one do you want? You want the good or the 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 uh, the the unorthodox? Which one do you want? Uh, let's go unorthodox. How about I'll go good first? <laughs> Why'd you ask? <laughs> Here's the good. Sit down, and I'd say, son, daughter, whatever. Yep, child. Okay, child. 
Um, I remember when I was young, and um, my childhood hero was somebody named Reginald Martinez Jackson. Yeah. Reggie. Mr. October Mr. was October. his name, and I'll tell him why he's Mr. October. It's straw that stirs a drink, and one of my favorites. Prodigious home runs and just a larger-than-life personality. And he left the uh, Yankees in 1981. Oof. And I remember watching the Yankees lose the World Series knowing that Reggie wasn't coming back, and I cried myself to sleep that night. And don't worry, there'll be more to come. You know, it stinks, but this is the way it goes. You know, in the same way that I switched jobs once and I, I, I didn't really like it, but that's just the way things go. And one day, things won't go that way for you and your professional career. Just know that everything's going to work out as long as you stay true to who you are. Now, here's the unorthodox way. Certainly, if you're sitting there in the city of Houston and your child looks at you and says, Dad, my favorite basketball player. Dad, my favorite football player or players. Dad, my favorite baseball player. All gone. I would sit down and look at my child in the face and say, at least we don't have a hockey team. (laughs) (laughs) Best dad ever. Eight months running. At least we don't have a hockey team. Do you imagine if we had a hockey team, you'd lose someone from there too? No. <laughs> what is going on? Down there? So I don't know how to, you know, there's two different ways to approach it. And then also just, you know, hey, uh, once upon a time, you know, my favorite football team, I was rooting so hard. It's rooting so hard for my football team to lose games, to get the best possible players so we would never lose games like this again, be assured of it. Change the whole direction of the team I was rooting for. Keep losing so we can win. Keep losing so we can win. Once upon a time, I did that. Squad goals. And all for nothing because the kid in his first opportunity to show up and show out for NFL scouts Look terrible. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I'm told on his pro day, he just moved around laterally like somebody uh, running around like crazy. Oh, and then threw a perfect throw 70 yards down the field. My bad. He should have walked off after oh, that. Oh, and then shows off his abs. Oh, his hair is perfect. Oh, my God. He's amazing. His hair is perfect. Sorry, Rich Eisen. Here I was, thought I was ready. To face the music. And the music stinks. Congratulations, Jacksonville. Oh, yes. Ken Rogers of NFL Films is going to be joining us. But not before. The head coach of Alabama football, Nick Saban, will be joining us next. And then Bruce Arians, hour number three. No ring, no bring edition of the Rich Eisen Show on a Friday. Music sting! Love it. All right, now fade. And we're back on Peacock. I feel like I'm a music conductor here. Did you like that? The no ring, no bring? Okay, did you... Just came up with that. You gymnast that? You just came up with it on the did? spot? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've heard of no ring, no bring, right? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. See what I did there? Dude, you, well, I mean, you haven't been married, so. No. What am I, I not, don't, what am I, I never heard that. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like so many times, you you know, you get, you've never heard of that phrase before? Look it up. 
No ring, no bring. No it's just ring, like no bring. Yeah, it's it's like uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's when you're in you used to invite your only your buddies and and your friends like ah. oh can't bring a plus, plus one, one unless you're married or that's engaged. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's dumb. Yeah. That's like one that. of those things. Just like hey, I, no I want to see at your wedding. I want to no see at your wedding. Ring. I want to bring this girl I just met two weeks ago. Uh, no, and but I want to take like, up a seat that committed. costs hundreds of dollars. You know, there's arguments within your family as to which distant relative you're allowed to invite, but your best friend's like, I just met somebody last week at a bar, and I would love to bring, and he's just like, you're out of your mind. No ring, no brick. You've never heard of that before? That's I, new to me, but it makes sense. Kind of yeah, it makes sense. Those reception plates ain't cheap. Though. Everybody who's uh, gotten married with a best Don't be friend upset that I'm bringing some. Who's like, yeah, I just met somebody like literally five minutes ago, but I love this person. I've got to bring. Like, how do I say no to them? It's, you're my best friend. You're getting married. And it's just like real simple. I'll do the math for you. <laughs> you married so and so is not coming from my other my in laws side of the family or my family. Someone's not coming because an in law is coming. And you want to bring somebody you just met to my wedding? No. No ring, no bring. You never heard that phrase before? No. Well, I mean, you're. Outdated. When was the last time you got married? <laughs> uh-huh. Long time ago. You what guys aren't married. Is, it's just, that's Probably not no a chance no ring, no bring. Anytime soon. Yeah, man. Did you have that at your. Did you do that when you got. I am. It's been so long. No well, of course, Rich know, didn't because Susie invited Irv while they were walking on right. the street. So he, See, he, he didn't even like. He didn't follow, well, that's the, follow that that's rule. The, well, Irv had three rings. Yes. Oh, that's true. You got a point there. I can't get mad. But Mike, Rich is like Carlito, man. He had all this good advice. He didn't listen to any of it. Yep. It's for you. <laughs> One day, I'm front-loading your situation. All right, Nick Saban, when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show, don't go anywhere.